and with a shout of praise we are welcoming our father our daddy the prophet clap your hands for Jesus come on keep clapping son give the Lord a song keep clapping keep sounding come on do it come on clap this is what the carriers come on shout be happy somebody be happy somebody you clap your hands together for Jesus hallelujah amen we are excited tonight and it's going to be a blessed night like I told you get ready for tonight because the Bible says that for I have spoken by a prophet tonight we have our father the prophet in the house hallelujah clap your hands clap your hands and, and I want you to get ready Prepare your hearts And your minds Because we are going to encounter the Lord With Jesus joy Let's welcome Bishop Eddie Adi Oh clap your hands Please be seated Sophie what a blessing it is to be here for these the days are few but they are going to be memorable in our Christian experience so we thank God for bringing our father to us Thank you. Please be seated before he comes to download. Are you ready for download? I think the scripture that Paul spoke to the Romans is going to happen practically in our midst. That I long to see you, that I may impart some spiritual gifts and I believe that this is what our father has longed for for us so let's buckle your seats and you know tighten your seat belt and uh, make yourself ready and a song will come to just relax us before he comes
to you I'm trying to feel your presence now Lord I want to be your favorite child so I'm coming closer and closer to you What a blessing. Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity that we have today to be in your presence, to be in your house. We are grateful, Lord Jesus, for this camp meeting. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you have started to do in our life. We are grateful. Lead us, Holy Spirit. Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, it's a blessing to see all of you. I think the Macarius Church will be one of the churches that I see. Oh, listen. You heard what I said. You didn't hear what I said. Be one of the churches that I see least of. Yes, Takoradi, Takwa, and so on. Are those people here? Who is here from? Who is here from Takoradi? And what about Second D? Let me see the people from Second D. Next time, sit together. And uh, what about Takwa and so on? Is it Takwa part of this group? All right. Takwa people should stand up so that I can see. All right. And what about, um, where is uh, Abraham? Isyama. Is this part of this? They're on the way coming. Okay. (laughs) All right. You know, um, one of the rewards in heaven, you know, the better rewards is to be close. You see, in... uh, in, in terms of the rewards for uh, heaven, that is why John and James went to ask Jesus to sit at his right hand or his left hand. Do you see? They wanted to sit by him because that's the greatest reward is to, is to be able to be close to the Lord. Now, if let's say somebody is going to become a president, I was talking to somebody a few days ago, 
and the person was describing somebody who makes a lot of talking on the news not the news but I mean just talks a lot and uh, the person said this is a presidential material and uh, <laughs> and uh, I could see that they, they really wanted him to be a president because he's their cousin he's their cousin you see so when people become presidents if you are close to the person already you benefit most in the system yeah <laughs> you benefit most by being already close do you see yes so being close is probably the best so if you are an enemy before the person becomes president do you get it then when the person becomes president it's, it doesn't help you I hope you get what I'm saying Selassie what's the name of your church Ogbojo where are Ogbojo people can I say Ogbojo people stand up Ogbojo people okay they are also on the way coming they will come tomorrow they will come tomorrow okay all right so it is it is important you know uh, and it is an art it's one of the most difficult things to be close to um, to the center to God to Jesus to God's servant to the founder to the leader, to the pastor. It's difficult, especially as it grows, which it is supposed to. And as you become positioned at different locations, it's difficult to be close. But it is important. It's a spiritually important thing that it may not be natural for you in your life to do so but you have to aim to be close even when you what I'm telling you, you can, you can remember it when you go to work, any, any job any job the further you are away from the overall boss the further your happiness in that workplace it's true the further you are away from the overall boss, the further you are away from happiness or prosperity or flourishing. You see, because a lot of things go by rules. And uh, rules are not nice. Because when the rules start applying to you, you will not be happy. On Sunday, one of my young guys was giving a testimony in church. And he said that uh, they called him from the office. And he didn't answer. I don't know why he didn't answer, whether he was asleep or whatever. The next day, they told him to bring the phone. Yes, they, they collected the phone from him. Yes. They collected the phone from him. And... 
I don't know whether they have a rule that if they call you and you don't answer or I don't know what the rule is. You get it? The next day, say, bring the phone. It's a work phone. The phone is for working. So if we call you and you don't answer, you bring the phone. And they collected the phone from him. And they collected the job too from him eventually. Yes. So, when the rules are applied, but if that person, do you see, was somebody close to the overall boss, like maybe a girlfriend, you know, we have girlfriends, a girlfriend, he, they, they wouldn't collect, even they would buy a new phone for the person. <laughs> Like maybe when we call your phone wasn't working. You get it? Yeah. So I am I am telling you this so that you know all of us, all of us um, must strive not to be cut off. And you must strive from wherever you are to try to be close. Remember the scripture. Grant us that we may sit one on thy right hand and the other on thy left. They didn't want money. They didn't want a car. They didn't want a mansion. They just want to sit on the right and on the left. Closer. I learned this from Rick Joyner. Yeah. He said, the closeness is the great reward. Yes. So, you must try hard not to be distant. Don't think that your heart, your heart with which you are serving, do you see, can be read by people who are far away. You may have a good heart, but nobody knows about your good heart and your good intentions. Do you see? And usually, people who are far away are plotting evil. In fact, today, one of my pastors sent me a message that he's going to a certain town in a certain country. And because one of our branches there, the pastor who is cut off, I don't even know whether he's a pastor, but is far away from the capital, has announced in the church that their church is a prophetic church belonging to another church. Yeah. So he's going there. But that church is far away. You know, when we went to that country, we couldn't even go there because it's so far. I don't even know how they were able to uh, start a church there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you are far and you are out of sight, you are both a potential for evil and at the same time you are exposed to evils 
just because of the distance and then you miss so many blessings because you are not close the bible says that every joint supply something you see we are part of a body and everything and it says we are compacted fitly joined and compacted we are supposed to be compact compacted you know when you are building a house and you fill the foundation you have to compact it so that there's no air between the stones and between the sand and you fill with water so that it's compacted that means that everything is close yes so it's i mean it's amazing that god describes his church as something that has to be compacted and joined we we have to be joined in a very it's very important to be joined and compacted compacted means that you are you are never far no matter where you are or who you are that's why i'm saying that the macarius church is one of the churches that are far to me to me if i'm important and i'm important in this church yes and it's important that we work towards achieving closeness and compaction is very very important it's a spiritual thing amen, amen. now this message of being compacted you see there is a message of something that is against things that prevent the compaction that's what we call disloyalty we call it disloyalty but a lot of the disloyalty messages are not about disloyalty they are just about Christian character faithfulness and being together things that don't make us together but generally it's a a series of about Christian character do you see that is important the fruit of the spirit so Satan's main work is to do the opposite of what God is doing so if you remember Jesus was praying for his disciples before he died that they may be one and Satan is praying that they may not be one they may not be compacted to be one you must be compacted now whoever is doing the sound there's a ham somewhere so work on it till the ham goes away alright keep working there's a ham somewhere we, we are not supposed to have a ham like that so just work diligently and use all your skills to remove the ham So I'm saying that Satan works to fight whatever God is doing. So if God wants us to be compacted together, he wants us to be made into many, 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 many small pieces. If God wants us to be, that that they may be one. That they may not be one. And so that is where you find that the message on disloyalty, those who pretend, 
pretending doesn't make us united. When, when you pretend and you are found out that you are, pre- you, you are pretending, the person who finds out that you are pretending develops a kind of cold sweat feeling and a feeling of horror. It cannot make you one. I remember a movie I was watching and uh, it was a very loving husband and the wife had a, she was sick and then she was always you know, not well. There was something so he was very loving in the movie. If you want to be a loving husband, you have to watch that movie so that you learn how to be a loving husband. Yes. Yeah. Then, one day, some armed robbers came to the house. And the husband went downstairs to see what was happening. Then the armed robbers came up to where the wife was. When they came to where the wife was, the husband saw from where he was that there some people had come up. So he also rushed up. When he came, he saw that the wife has been tied. So he untied the wife. Do you see? Then he told the wife, she should wait. Then he ran to a flower pot. Do you see? The wife was watching him. When he got to the flower pot, he put his hand inside the flower pot. Down under the flower pot, he pulled out a small bag. In the small bag was a gun. She said, ah, where did the husband get the gun? Where? That was the beginning of the surprises. Where did the husband, where does he know how to shoot guns? And he shot the people, he shot them all. Yeah, he shot all of them. Yeah, that was the beginning. <laughs> and throughout the movie, you see that the woman becomes uncertain. My husband, my husband. Do you see? In fact, one night they said that one of the people that he shot hasn't died. It was on the news. And that the guy was on admission. So, the husband said he was going out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the husband said he was going out. So, the wife decided to follow the husband to see where he was going. So she followed him and she was about two cars behind so that he couldn't see her. Then when he got to the junction where the hospital was, she saw that he turned left. But he said he was going to buy something in town. Yeah, then he, he saw that he was turning to the hospital. So, when she saw that, I don't know, I think she went and then she came back to the house. So when she came back, then they announced on the news that the, the, 
the last remaining survivor. <laughs> the last remaining survivor has died. When did he die? That Sunday night that the guy was moving with the car. Yeah. Do you see? So, I'm trying to explain to you that those who pretend, it brings division. It brings division. Pretending brings division. So, she started to obviously not be so confident about the husband. You get what I'm saying? Because pretending, if you are here and you are pretending, do you see, you are part of the church, you are pretending, you are not really with us, but you are pretending to be part of us. You get it? It will not let us be compacted together. Yeah. So, the lady was there in the house. Then the husband said, Ah, I saw on my phone that you have put an app to track me. Is there something that you don't, you, you don't trust me? You are tracking me. He said, Oh, yeah. Anyway, I've also put one on yours. <laughs> then she said, Where did you go that night? I was behind you and I saw you went to the hospital. So, oh, it was a wrong turn. I was going straight, but I, I made a mistake <laughs> and I turned right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I just want you to know that. Pretending those who lie, do you see? Those who are ignorant. When you are ignorant, you will not know why it's important for us to be close together. Because you are a fool. A fool is somebody whose head is full of either air or water. Yes. So you don't know the importance of being close. Yes. You don't know the importance of being together. Yeah. It's being together message that I've been preaching for 35 years. You know, I was born in 1963. And we are in 2023. And I became a pastor when I was 25 years old, this same church. So I've been being a pastor for 35 years of, of people. So the message I've been preaching has built a big church. A very big church. Yeah. All over. But when you are ignorant, you not know the importance of the things we are saying. And the things we are doing and why they are important and the effect of it when it is not there. That's why you see people are founders and leaders of churches. And it's just one little church. Even that one is finishing. Yes, if you look closely, you see that many churches which say they have thousands, it's only 600 churches in the hall. Yes. You can mention a lot of numbers. But when you actually go and count the people, you will see few people in the churches so those who are ignorant those who pretend those who leave you that's a certain ones exactly the opposite of this for people to leave and even if they don't leave physically they should leave in their hearts yes they should leave in their hearts so this lady I was telling you about she started to leave her husband in her heart Every, every question she asked him, she, he, he answered her. He answered her. 
But you could see that her heart was questioning, questioning a lot of things. There were questions in her mind, in her heart. So it, it is important for you to understand those who pretend, those who live, those who, uh, what? Those who are ignorant, those who forget. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make us stay together. Because once you don't remember things, you get it. You don't remember to stay together. You have to remember things. Some years ago, a lady, one of our lady pastors, she died in America. Me, I don't believe in the funeral culture we have in Ghana. I don't, I don't have that culture. And I don't bow to that culture. I have my own culture. Yeah. The most important thing is not a funeral. It's not my culture. I reject it as a culture. Yeah. It's not a reason to gather. You get it? If you go to Brazil, if you die today, tomorrow you'll be buried. No matter, I mean, even if you are the president, maximum three days, they will bury you. They don't even embalm. They say that they celebrate life. They don't celebrate death. Yes. Yeah. Now, every country and its culture. Yeah. But anyway, are you listening to me? Last Sunday, a brother came to see me. He said he has buried his father. The father died 12 years ago. And he's now done the uh, burial last week. Yeah. Yeah. The families, family issues, 12 years. Yes. Are you listening? Are you still around? Yeah. Yeah. I was telling you that this sister died, and uh, I flew from here to America for her funeral. But I'm saying that, yeah, I don't believe in funeral, funeral, going to funerals. And do you know why I went? Because I remember her. I remembered her when we were starting our church in America. I mean, when we were five members. Today we have thousands. In America, 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 we have thousands of members. Oh yeah, thousands. But when we were five, she was, I mean, you see, she was a nurse at Kolibu when I was a student. She was also a student. So when she went to uh, America, she, she told her husband that this man is a good man. The, man, the husband said, I will not join any Ghanaian church. She said, no, 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 no. I, I know him. Let us join. Let us help. Yeah, from the beginning. I will, I, I will never forget her. How she helped. That's why I went to a funeral. Those who don't forget. Those who don't forget. We have those who forget and those who don't forget. 
Are you listening to me? So, the Bible says, from whom the whole body is joined, fitly joined, that is joined in such a way that there are no spaces. Yeah, fitly joined and compacted. So, I'm just saying that as I've seen you, that's what I remember. That I don't see you joined to me in a certain way. Especially I'm talking about those from the West. They say the best comes from the West. But I don't know whether I'm seeing the best from the West. You get what I'm saying? And the Takwari is also my hometown because that's where my wife comes from. So I don't know why I'm not seeing the best from the West. The West looks far. Yes. Oh, you don't understand my message? Yeah. So that is why I decided to invite you to come for a camp. A camp. Yes, come for a camp meeting. So that we are here for... For these four days, from today, tomorrow, the day after, and the day after, and then we close. Amen. Amen. Oh, please, you may be seated. You may be seated. Because God wants us to be close. Yes. God wants us to be close. As for me, I believe in closeness. I'm either deep or there's nothing yeah so I'm close to my churches and my pastors and my bishops over the years I have a personal relationship with almost every single one you can't easily be made a bishop I don't know your name but I'm hoping one day it will also happen (laughs) it will mean that we are a lot (laughs) yes and I am involved in issues deeply. All the issues with many people. You may not know because maybe I am not I've not been involved in any issue with you. But we are supposed to be close. Read yourself your own Bible, please. I'm not creating an idea. There it is. The whole body should be fitly joined together. Huh? And compacted by that which every joint supplier, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. That means as every part works well and it makes the increase of the body, it causes the body to increase. Amen. Amen. Now God wants us to increase and He wants us to do well. And to be fruitful in God. Amen. Amen. So that is why we are here. We are here for that reason. And we are here so that we will be compacted. And we will be closer. And we will be nearer. Amen. Nearer. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage all of you. One of the main ways by which we can be close is 
through fellowship. And one of the blessings of today is uh, the fellowship that comes through flow, flow prayer meetings. You see, I, many of you, many of you don't join flow. Many of you don't join flow. Yeah, that's the truth. The truth is that you don't join, even if you join around six. And then you'll be there for the closing or communion. Yes. You get it? Yeah. So, at this camp meeting, tomorrow morning we have flow. So, all of us, all of us must get up and then join the flow. And then everybody must try to have a Bluetooth speaker. Personally, I've changed all my Bluetooth speaker. When I play my Bluetooth speaker for you, you'll be afraid. Yes. It's very wild. Yes, it's very wild. And you see that a living feeling comes. The reason why you can't pray much is because you pray into the air. If you want to see what I'm saying, go to the beach and pray. You see that you can't hear when you speak because of the sea. And you see that it's very difficult to pray by the beach. Because you can't even hear what you are saying. So where you don't have music or preaching or something there to add, to help you, things will be different. Look at the ladies. All of you have done something to your hair. Have you, your hair, have you left it natural? Have you not done something to help you look more beautiful than how you actually are? Hmm? I'm asking you. Have you, done, have you not done something to help you to improve on how you actually are so that somehow how you actually are will be a little better? Yes. So what I'm saying is that what is wrong with doing something to help you to pray better? than how you actually wouldn't have prayed. You would have just been sleeping. Is there something wrong in doing something that helps? You help you to look nicer. Some of you are wearing things to make your stomach go down. The stomachs to go down. Compacted the stomach. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Why is it that you are helping yourself physically, but you are not helping yourself spiritually? Why do you do things that help physically? But when it comes to spiritual, don't do things that help you. That make it easier. You know that if the brother was to see the stomach, he wouldn't propose to you. Because he would say that you are too mature for him. Hmm. 
So, I am saying that flow prayer meeting is something that will help you. It will help you to be spiritual and will help you to be connected. And podcast. How many have a phone? Lift your phone up. Lift up your phone. Take your phone. Everybody take your phone. Take your phone. Take your phone. I'm waiting for you to take your phone. At the back there. At the back there. Where is your phone? I cannot see your every phone lifted up, please. Every single phone lifted up. Now, make sure there's some light in it so that I can see the light, uh, the lighted part. Yeah, uh-huh. Not a torch, but just that. Put it. Yeah, just that there's some light on it. Yeah. Lift it up, please, everybody. Beautiful. Now, five years ago, if I ask everybody to lift your phone, a lot of people will not lift phones. Ten years ago, if I asked people to lift the phone, mostly those in the front would have lifted their phone. Many of us here wouldn't have phones. Today, a phone, everybody has a phone. Everybody has a phone. And you are using the phone, you are now like a policeman with a walkie-talkie. You get it? I mean, why don't you let this phone help you Number one, setting an alarm. Do you know your phone can do an alarm to wake you up? And then number two, why don't you connect it to the Wi-Fi or whatever so that you connect to the prayer meeting? And number three, why don't you get a Bluetooth speaker? Even if you don't have it, you ask somebody, you'll be surprised. Everybody will have. Then you will be able to pray and become more spiritual. And also be compacted together with all of us. You know, during the pandemic, it was a bad thing for the world. But it was a good thing for our church. Because, because of the pandemic, I started to have a church service that everybody joined. So I became closer to members in America, abroad. England, all the all because sometimes you see in the UK alone five thousand people on during service, yeah, because they had their own Facebook whatever, and thousands of so as I was sharing with them as their leader and founder and pastor and shepherd, they became closer to me through that because they they don't see me talking to them every day. But because of the pandemic, we were forced to, they were forced to uh, be compacted yes. online. Are you listening to me? Yes. So what I'm trying to share with you is the great secret of becoming closer together by whatever means the Lord allows us. Small boy, small girl, whoever you are, you become closer And then also you become spiritual. Ah, What I've come to see is that most of the problems we have, we are having them because we are not spiritual. You are not spiritual. You are a connection man. You are a connection man. You are a connection man. You are looking for a connection. You are trying to be a store, store away. 
you are trying to, to get fast money, you are trying to move forward, God should prosper you, but you have no deep spirituality. Even our pastors, some of the pastors who became orangus, the one characteristic that runs through all of them is that they are not spiritual. When you go into their lives, you see that they are not spiritual people. That's the number one. Because when you are spiritual and you want to be an orangu, you see that because you are spiritual, the Holy Spirit will remind you of things and tell you, no, for this one day you cannot go this way. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. But where you are void of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit cannot even remind you of things you yourself have preached. Because you are dominated by your flesh and dominated by your mind and dominated by your emotions rather than dominated by the Holy Spirit. You cannot stay in a church for a long time without having some kind of issue. It's like a family. What are families for? That is where there are issues and that's where there are beasts. That's why it's not so easy to have a father in a house. Because your father is the one who will be, who will be disciplining you. Yeah. Your father will be facing you. Yeah. Whilst your uncles will be just laughing with you or your grandfather will be buying you gifts. But your father will be facing you every day. Is it not true? Yeah. But it is because of your father's effort to train you and make you a great person. That's all, the only thing you get in a family. You only get that in a family. You don't get that outside of a family. And you stay in a family so that you are blessed by the family. So, spirituality will help you to stay for the long haul and for the long road that God has for us. We don't have a short road. We have a long road, a long way to go. 2049. I don't know what's going to happen in 2049. But last week I mentioned 2049. I don't know whether it was at a camp. But I was 2049. Where will you be in 2049? How many years is 2049 from now? 26 years from now. I don't know where you'll be 26 years from now. Add it to your age and see how far does it go? How far does it go? 86. Yes. Yes. 2049. Will you be a member of this church? Will you be a pastor in this church? Will you be a backsliding member? Would you have gone to another church? Would you have lost your way? Eh? Would you be insulting us? No. Twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. 
2049. Will 2049 meet you faithful? I started my ministry. I was 25 years old when I announced that I was now a pastor. And it's been 35 years. And I was, I've been having camps for about 30, about 34 years. 33, 34 years. I'm still in a camp. Last week I started camp. This week camp. Next week camp. Like that. Camp. I'm doing it. So, my prayer for you is 2049. How many are planning for 2049? Hey. 2049. Yeah. I need you to have a long vision. Yes. 2049. 2049. So many things can happen by 2049. Before 2049. How many of us will be alive? 2049. How many of us will still be in the church? Yes. Just 26 years from now. Yes. So all that we are preaching now is about that as well. Yes. Bishop Samuel Bedu is going to be how old in 2049? 60. 66. He's going to be 66 years old. Wow. I wonder what he'll be like when he's 66. Yeah. Maybe his hair will be white. Maybe he'll be even lean and be walking a bit like this. I'm sure he'll be faithful. By the grace of God. So many things between now and 2049. Look at what has happened in Turkey. You heard about our footballer. But you know he has been found. Yeah. He's been found. And he's alive. Yes. Hey. Twenty forty nine. What does twenty forty nine hold for us? What's it going to be like by twenty forty nine? How many of us will be steadfast, faithful, continuing, and doing more? It will depend on how well you listen to this message. Amomos. Amomos. Uh, 
Yes. Now turn to Ephesians chapter 5 and let's at least and verse 27. It says let's read verse 26 that he might sanctify let's read verse 25 husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word Amen, Amen. and that he might present himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish Amen Amen. Now it should be holy and without blemish Now the word blemish is the word amumus Now, a momos, a blemish, means to destroy or diminish the perfection of something. To diminish the perfection of something. Like something is perfect, then you diminish the perfection of it. You reduce the perfection. That is what it means, a momos. To reduce the perfection of something. You know, there are things that reduce the perfection of the church. That make us not so nice and not so perfect. Amen. Amen. A, A mark that detracts from the appearance. Do you see? A defect. A mark or a defect or a flaw or a stain. A stain that reduces the perfection. Sometimes you see someone looks perfect. So beautiful. Then when she smiles, then you see that the tooth has has gone this way. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. A defect. A stain is a blemish. It's a blemish. It takes away from the beauty and diminishes the perfection. John Wesley preached about perfection. Wow. You know, that's why he said that he might present into himself a glorious church, not having a spot, not having a wrinkle, or any such thing. 
but that it should be holy and without blemish. It doesn't have things that diminish the perfection of the church. Defects, flaws, stains, things that are a mark. You know, sometimes you have a nice dress, but something somewhere has made it something. <laughs> yes. You forgot to cover your pen and you put it in your pocket and then there's a small can't wear it. Or a white shirt with something somewhere. Isn't it? Yes. That has diminished the perfection. In, in London, they used to have shops that they sell such things because they sell perfect things. Then they have some that there was something missing or something, there was a problem with it. And we see Ghanaians buying those ones. We see Ghanaians buying. We want the ones that have got a problem. Oh. It's still new. It's just like new. Nobody will see. <laughs> so, as for Jesus, he wants a church. He wants a church. In fact, it almost looks impossible. He wants to have a church that doesn't have a spot. Meanwhile, the church is looking like a leopard. (laughs) It shouldn't have a wrinkle or any such thing that it should be holy and without blemish. Amen. Amen. You know this word blemish I learned from Derek Prince many years ago. Uh, He was preaching and he said in the last days there will be blemishes that will stain the world and the church. And they are found in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let's look at it. He says, this know that in the last days perilous times shall come. Then he mentions these blemishes. He says, they are moral blemishes that will affect the church in the last days. And moral stains, moral stains and defects and Things that reduce our perfection in the eyes of God. Number one is lovers. There are three loves 
that are dangerous here. And if you change it to the American Bible, you'll see love three times. Lovers of themselves. That is very dangerous love. There are three loves. Lovers of themselves. Do you see? And loving yourself is contrary to Christianity. Amen. Amen. You cannot do much for God if you are a lover of yourself. Amen. Amen. There are three loves that are mentioned here. The first is lovers of yourself. The second is lovers of money. And I think you can see that in Ghana today. Lovers of money. I mean, people don't even, when they are watching the news, I don't know whether you believe what you are, you are hearing. <laughs> Do you believe the things you are? It's as if some people are reading some lines. Some drama lines. Telling us stories. You know, my father said, one time he went to stand for election, he said, if anyone tells you that he's doing this, because he loves the nation. He said, he is telling me that it's not true. <laughs> That's what my father told me. Lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Go down to, let's say, verse 3. Let's see what's in verse 3. And then, let's go to verse 4. And then, lovers of pleasure. Lovers of pleasure. So, there are three lovers in this last day. I think there's about 13 of these things. And three of them have to do with what we love. Loving yourself. Loving money. And loving pleasure is what will spoil the church. You get it? In Takradi, do people love pleasure? What pleasure do they love in Takradi? Huh? Sex. And what else? Party. What? Fancy. What's fancy? Masquerade. Masquerade. Okay. And what else? Clubbing? Clubbing where? Nightclubs in Takradi. You have a lot of nightclubs in Takradi. And betting. Lovers of money. And beach. What do they do on the beach? Partying, smooching, betting. Yeah. 
Everything is there. Drugs. Smoking. Huh? Cocaine. Yeah. Super glue. Yeah. Takwa day is wild, though. <laughs> what about takwa? Do you have such things in takwa? Where, where are you from? Which town? Accra. Are you all from Accra? Where are you from? Takwa day. And you? Second What pleasures do you have in second Stand up, stand up. What pleasure do you have in second Drinking. Drinking what? Which alcohol? Any drink containing alcohol. Yeah. One of them is what? Prostitution. How much is a prostitute? How much is one? Wait. At least if you have 20 cities up, you can You know the Twenty cities. But I have I, then if the price has gone up. The price has gone up, isn't it? Because it was two CDs. Was it not two CDs before? Okay, when I discovered it, it started from ten CDs. How much? Ten CDs. Ten CDs. Yes, I stayed at Takwa before. And you stayed at Takwa before? Yes, so I have some friends who are into that. <laughs> And Takwa's own is 10 cities. Yes, but now it's up. Now, now it's, it's from up. 20 million. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. 10 cities. Pleasures of Takwa. 10 cities. Takwa is cold. 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 Go back to verse 1. In the last days, difficult times will come. Number two. Verse two. Men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. So, lovers of yourself. That's what would not let you wake up to join flow prayer meeting. Because you love yourself, your sleep. So, just to even pray and then afterwards you sleep. It's a problem. You love yourself. You love money. So you can't do anything unless there's money connected to it. You know one time we had an independent square program. The whole place was full. Then a politician's, one of the politician's uh, workers came there. He was there. Not that he came there. He was, he was at the meeting. And then he asked us that how much did we give the people to make them come and I said we don't give money to people to make them come to church 
But I, I don't know whether in the political rally they give the people money. They give them what? Laptops. Wow. Laptops, money, t-shirts. Rice, 50 CDs. Money, t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> you see, so that is one of the reasons why in the church, are you, hello, hello, hello. That's one of the reasons why in the church we do not allow, we, we always insist on lay people working. We, we never give even one CD because you have to learn to serve God without money. Money is, if it is money you are after, then you've come to the wrong church. Never, we we'll never give you, as a lay person, we we'll never give you any money to play instruments, to play instruments, to sing, to usher, to come, to attend. No, 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 no. Not this church. Unless the church has fallen into apostasy. Yes. God forbid. But in this church, when we don't give money for anything. You come, you work in the church, you clean, you wipe, you do this, you help, you whatever. There's nothing. Only God will say thank you to you. If you don't like it. We have so many churches. You can go and try those churches. We have so many churches. Yes. You have to go there and see whatever you can get from that church. Yes. But here, we are training you to work for God from your heart. No money is involved. Not lovers of money. Then, boastful is another problem. Proud. These are blemishes. Moral blemishes. Number one is loving yourself. Number two, loving money. That's amomus, blemish. Blemish. Boastful, arrogant, proud. You know? You see people very proud. Talking in a way. Speaking about things. Do you see? That you don't know, you don't understand. You get it? Disobedient to parents. Eh? How many have been disobedient to parents? Raise your hand if you've been disobedient to parents. Ah. Your mother doesn't know you are not a virgin. Your mother doesn't know that you are not a virgin. She thinks you are very holy. Very, very pure. In this area here, there are people here, your mother doesn't know you as you are. Yeah. She thinks you are a small girl. But it's not it's not the case. Huh? 
Does your mother know? I want to call somebody. Does your mother know you? Does your mother know you? She doesn't want to come. Her mother doesn't know her. Your mother thinks that you are yet to know a man. And she doesn't know that you know many men. Revilers. People People who insult. Disobedient to parents. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Always not happy with something. Always there's a problem. You are in a good church instead of thanking God. You are saying that why do we have to come all the way to Mampong to come for a camp meeting? Can we not have it in Takrade? Why do we have to come? Why do we have to come on Monday? What is it? Can't we come on Tuesday? Huh? We're in church yesterday. The notice is short. And this morning we went to work. Yes. You are not grateful. You are not grateful. Unholy. Unholy. Hmm? You are a fornicationist. <laughs> Ask your neighbor Holiness you know, How? And to say Is there holiness working? Change it back to King James, please. I don't recognize these words. Without natural, without natural affection, the natural love that you should have. You see, and I want to say that if you keep on loving so many boys and so many girls, you will no more be natural. The natural love that you have. You know, one time I was talking to one young man. He was telling me, I, he said to me, I don't respect girls. Yeah. So I don't respect girls. Because I've slept with so many. Yes. I've slept with so many girls. I don't respect them anymore. So he doesn't have even the natural affection that you should have towards a young lady. He has lost it. He doesn't have respect. Uh, a girl is like nothing when he describes it. Yeah. Two cities, ten cities. You just have it. You are no more natural. Yeah. Truth breakers tend to 
the American truth breakers. What is truth breakers? Irreconcilable. We are never able to reconcile or make you just have peace with us. Peace. Just let us be at peace. You are not like that. No matter how we talk, you wouldn't have peace. And you wouldn't allow peace. I remember some people, they wanted to quarrel with us. I tried 12 different attempts to 12 different occasions with different ways of speaking and different mediators. 12, I mean there were actually more than 12. 12 different. No, 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 never. So this word is, I've now noticed it, irreconcilable. Sometimes when you haven't met one, you think the Bible is full of useless words. You know? You don't even know why the words are in the Bible. Yeah, irreconciled means you, 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 you stop the quarrel and come back together. But these people are irreconcilable. It's a blemish that will come in the last days. Yes. The president of England, you know, Devil Chamberlain, when Hitler started to make moves to have a war, you know, he said to someone, he said, look, he told someone, you were too young to fight in the First World War, and I was too old to fight in the First World War. He said, what I saw from the First World War, if I have to stand by the wall so that you shoot me, so that the Second World War will not come on, I'll do it. He said, what is war? But people didn't understand. Because by the time Hitler finished, Hitler caused the death of 50 to 60 million people. Only Hitler. And the Japanese caused the deaths of about 25 million people. Yes. So just starting a fight, no one can talk to him, no one can speak to you, no one. It causes such wars and conflicts. So you must tell yourself, look, somebody can talk to me. Somebody can talk to me. Somebody can tell me, you know, stop fighting. Just leave it alone. Okay? Can somebody tell you that? Tell to turn to somebody and say, I am not irreconcilable. There's nothing like that in my life. Then, go back to American. Uh-huh. False accusers. False accusers. Or, uh, American says, malicious gossips. You see, malicious gossips. What is the meaning of malicious? When somebody calls you malicious, it means that the thing you are saying, there is an evil intent. It's that it's not harmless. There is something you are intending to imply or impute. You are making an imputation to about someone. It's not a neutral comment. You you make it in a way so that you impute something negative that's what we mean by malicious yes have they brought the meaning of the word malicious huh ah 
And some of you, when you speak, you, you say, you make a comment, but you are making an imputation. Bring the meaning of the word imputation. Oh, my dictionary man, now I've moved to the second word. Oh. Hmm. I'm still trying to find the first word. Uh-huh. Malicious characteristics showing malice, intentionally harmful, spiteful, vicious, mischievous in motivation or purpose. Mischievous. It's like you are saying something, but you also saying something else. How many have seen malicious gossip before? That is an intention, it's a blemish. All right? Now, imputation is the act of imputing. So, what does impute mean? An attribution, no, impute, maybe imputation. Impute, to impute, to attribute to, or ascribe. You, you are putting it on a person. Do you see? Yeah. Check the word impute, not imputation. Impute. To charge a person with a fault. Yes. To blame. Yeah. So that is malicious gossip. To attribute, to ascribe. Huh? Ascribe or to charge. Wow. So that is malicious gossip. Go back to the verse, please. Second Timothy chapter three, yeah. Verse three. Without self control, please give us King James. Incontinent. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, in the hospital, when you say somebody is incontinent, even as he's walking, the poopoo just comes. Aha. Uh-huh. Or if you say it's incontinent of urine, then it means as he's walking, the wee wee just comes. And some people have, some people are incontinent. Yes. Some people are incontinent because the anus is not supposed to be used for other things. So it has these muscles. If you spoil them, you become incontinent. Then the urine, sometimes when people deliver, uh, it can sometimes it can affect them. Something can go wrong, and then but all those places have muscles, so if the muscle knows how to constrict and then stop the things from coming out, but at times we have problems, and the person becomes uh, cannot control. So that's when we say in medicine, we say oh, it's incontinent. Of feces. Sometimes people are even born with that. You see. So actually the word incontinent. It was actually an English word. Which became like a medical word. So when you see it in the Bible. Incontinent. You don't get the full meaning of it. So when you change to the American. You see. You change to the American. You see. Without self control. Uh But you see. You is not urine and feces. 
but you can't control even sexually. Uh-huh. Once you see a, a, a human being with a skirt, if there is a skirt, you have to go there. Huh? You lack self-control. Some ladies also, they lack control of their fears. They can't control their, what, they, what they are afraid of. Yes. And some ladies also cannot control sexually. They cannot control sexually. If you touch them, no. Without self-control. Okay, go back to the King James. These are blemishes, moral blemishes. Fierce. Fierce. And go back to the American. Brutal. It means brutal. They are wicked. And then haters of good, which is despisers of those that are good. Yes. And sometimes you even ask yourself, why does this person hate me? Uh-huh. What have I done to the person? There are some people I've asked myself, why did this person? I don't know him. He doesn't even know me. He has never interacted with me for even one minute. But he's full of passionate hatred for me. Because in the last days, and all the people that attack churches are Christians. All the people that attack churches are Christians. Rarely, you, you see, rarely will you get people from another religion to attack Christians. No, no. They are all Christians. They all have churches. Some are elders. Some are pastors. Some are musicians. Some are choristers. And they attack churches. It is a blemish and a spot in the church. Despises of those that are good. Amomos. Hmm. Then the next one is traitors. Do you see? Treacherous. Ah. There's another word which we don't understand. But treacherous is go back to King James says traitors. You see? Now a traitor practices treachery. And when you do it against the government... Is a traitor who practices treachery and it's called treason. So these are all linked words. Traitor, treachery, treacherous, treason. Yeah, you won't say treason, you've committed treason in church. Yes, it's only in the government. You, you say that you treason. You are planning to overthrow the government. So that's treason. So in terms of English. Now what's the difference between a traitor and a disloyal person. A traitor. A traitor. Hello? 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 Stand up. Stand up. Hello? Stand, 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 stand. All of you stand. 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 You are tired, you see. No, don't shout no. These people here are tired. 
I'll close just now, don't worry. The difference, what is a traitor? A traitor is somebody you trust because the person is very close. One time I was watching a movie and the bad person, the star in the movie was a son, a man. And the the bad man in the movie was the um, was the step father the father of the boy but that man was married to his mother every day he will come and tell his secrets to the man when you watch the film you want to get up and say what are you doing why are you telling this man this thing why are you telling this man this is the man who is planning to kill you this is the man who is planning this and every day in the movie you come and tell the man you want to get that from your see that don't say it don't say it don't say it. don't say it to this man what you are doing don't say it to this man because a traitor is somebody that you really trust and you can't imagine that the person can ever turn against you that's it so some of you when someone can never imagine that you can turn and you turn on the person and you are somewhere. That's when you are called a traitor. Yeah, so a person cannot imagine it. He cannot imagine it. And you cannot imagine it. Oh yes. That's, that's a traitor. If you care to watch this um, story. I forget the name of the uh, movie. It's a, it's a true story. It was an uh, Israeli man. Eli Cohen. It was his name. I forgot the name of the movie they made about him. The Spy. It's called The Spy. Yeah, Eli Cohen. Now, this man, you see, some Israelis can speak Arabic. But Arabic and Israeli speaking, they are two different things. The Arabic one, it sounds, and the Israeli one sounds something different. They are different speakings. I've watched a movie where they only speak Arabic and Israeli. So when you, you hear the two, you get used to that. They are different. But some Israelis can speak very, very good Arabic. And with the accent, everything. Yeah. So this man, he, could, he was Israeli, but he could speak the Arabic. And he went to Argentina and went and got a, a, a name with a father who was buried in their grave, he knew everything and made himself a businessman. But he was not a businessman, he was a spy. And then he came back to Syria. And he pretended, he pretended that he was sending messages to Israel. And they liked him and they trusted him. And you know what? They promoted him and they brought him close. Ah, they were about to make him the deputy. Defense Minister of Syria. That, that's a traitor. Yeah. And then somebody suspected. You see, I'm just trying to explain that a traitor. And they caught him. They caught him. And even after today, they, they've not shown where they put, where they, where they, where they, where they, they, they executed him, I mean, in the square. 
But he was a top government man. He was always with the president of Syria. Everything moving. <laughs> to ask your neighbor, who is there in your life who cannot imagine? He cannot imagine or possibly believe that you are doing something different. That makes you a traitor. Yes. You know, the Bible says that God is light. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Yes, there's no darkness at all. Yeah. God is light. And in him there is no darkness. No, 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 no darkness. Look at the verse, First John 1, 5. There's no darkness. Some of us, the darkness in our life is so much. Yes. Yeah. You see, you, you can have an innocent face. Like you look like a baby. You get what I'm saying? But you really imagine what you are possible what you are doing. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Tell your neighbor, is it you? I hope you are listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I want you to learn what is a traitor. A disloyal person is different. Disloyalty is different, but traitor, treachery, treason. That one there. They really trust you. They really trust you with their lives. And the day you are found out to be different. Usually in the government, one they execute you. I know because my father was a lawyer, and one day there was a man who tried to do a coup, and they were, at least he was accused. And my father was the lawyer for the man, and they knew that if he was found guilty, death. So how did I know this man? Because one day I was in the house when a man came to the gate, and when he came to the gate, he brought a present. To my mother. And I think my father had even died. So my mother told me that this man, my father defended him. He was supposed to be executed. But my father defended him and he escaped. The man was set free. So the man every time came to say thank you. Yeah, because he was saying thank you for his life. Yeah. Those who don't forget. Yeah. As for treason and traitors and treachery, you pay with your life. So if your life is spared, you always be thankful to the person who spared your life. That you didn't finish me off. Yes. So in the last days, there will be a lot of traitors. And you know how to know there are a lot of traitors. Almost every movie there's a traitor. In fact, if there's no traitor, the, the movie is not nice. Yes. 
<laughs> if there's no traitor, the movie is not nice again. Yeah. Yeah. You see, like, remember when we started, I was telling you about the man whose wife saw him taking the gun from the flower pot. Yeah. You see, when the movie continued, what happened was that the, the, the people that the man killed, all of them were related. When they checked their names, they were brothers. Yes, they were all brothers. Hmm? So it was a family. Yeah, and do you know why, what they were looking for? They were looking for their sister. Their sister too had vanished. Yeah, their sister had vanished. And they were looking for their sister. So that's why they all came. And the man also shot them. So, the wife now began to suspect. Could these people's sister be connected to her husband in any way? You get what I'm saying? Then she went to her husband's office. He had a small office in the house. When he went there, he, she looked through the files because he was a construction and he saw the pictures of those guys. Yeah. There are people that have worked for him before. And the sister was also somebody who has worked for him before. And now she was missing. Yes. I will not tell you how, what happened after. <laughs> Traitors. Traitors. Hey. The next one is heady. These are blemishes. Blemishes. Heady. Reckless. Reckless means you don't think. You don't even calculate. The next one. Conceited. Then lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. High minded. Verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power there. Let's count the number of moral blemishes. Start from verse uh, 1 and let's count from verse 2. Okay? What are the moral blemishes? Number 1 is what? Lovers of the last one, two covetous, three boasters, four proud, blasphemous, five disobedient to parents, six. And thankful seven, unholy eight, without natural affection nine, truth bakers ten, false accusers eleven, incontinent twelve, fierce thirteen, despisers of those that are good fourteen, traitors fifteen, heady sixteen, high minded seventeen, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God eighteen, and then having a form of godliness. By denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. So that's 19. 19 moral blemishes. 
19 moral blemishes. Yes. Yes. So this one there is like your dress is really spoiled. So many moral blemishes. Some of the buttons are not there. The measurement was wrong. This was that stains. It has fallen in the gutter before. It smells. Coconut water has gone on it. That's all. It's not working at all. And so these moral blemishes must go away from the church so that the church, you see, I like the definition of uh, blemish. It's something that diminishes the perfection of something. You see, like somebody said to his wife, you were so beautiful, I loved you so much till I found out this thing. Yes, you were, you were perfect to me. You were an angel till this issue came up. This issue. Yes. Many people who are married can point to a blemish mm, in their spouses. Is it not true? The spouse was perfect. Until the day that iniquity was found. And then after that, it fell apart. And sometimes, when a blemish remains, it can be enough to eliminate you. Yes. Let me show you in a person something that I will advise you to run away from. If you see that blemish, shall I show you maybe just... Go back to verse 2. In terms of human relations, I don't know, maybe do you know what? I want everybody to choose one. Can you you just choose one blemish that you say this thing is not something easy to stay with? Hmm, they are all some way actually. <laughs> but I think you should just choose one. Now, we are doing election, we have to choose one person by all means. All the candidates may be some way, but at the end of the day, you have to choose one. Hmm. Hey! This one. Hmm. Look at verse 3. It's a wild list without natural affection. I want to, if you marry a woman who doesn't have any natural affection. Hmm? Charlie? That's one to his word, pa. Truth breaking. Irreconcilable truth breakers. Without self control, you marry somebody without self control. Before I realize, you get two slaps. Hey. We have 19. Have you chosen one? And loving without natural. Go to verse 4. Traitors, heady, hmm, high minded, lovers of pleasures. What about verse 2? Is the, is the champion winner in verse 2? Which one do you think it will be? Proud, huh? Okay. Proud. Hmm. Somebody's voting for unthankful. Somebody's voting for traitors. Which of these is the most difficult to live with human being? 
proud and thankful traitors do, do you know that Shh, I'll leave you for this election I don't want to be involved at all I'll leave you to choose I don't want to influence the vote but I'll tell you that the first sin in the universe which has brought all our problems is pride on the other hand Hmm. <laughs> when you have somebody who is not thankful, it's wild. <laughs> Another difficulty, look at verse 3. Without natural affection, hmm. no feelings. It's serious. And verse 4. Traitors. If you Google it on the internet, you'll find somebody once sent me a video. He said the most difficult thing to overcome is a traitor. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. It's difficult. And most people have not seen a traitor before. Most people have not seen a traitor. But it's actually one of the most difficult. And um, I forget who I read. He said, yes, it was William Carey. He had a traitor. Somebody who came when he was establishing his ministry in India. They were sent to come and help. And they came, and when they came, they fought what he was doing instead of helping him and set up another ministry to compete with him. He said that of all the things he has suffered, including his wife's madness, he has never experienced something like that. I will look for it to read it to you. It's the worst of all these experiences was what those guys came to do when they came from England as orangus. Yeah. Orangs. So anyway, at least today we have seen the Amomos spots and blemishes. And I believe So, we are going to close now. We are, going to, we are going to close now. And flow is in three hours. Flow prayer meeting is in three hours and some minutes from now. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Macarius Church, you must try your best to attend flow meeting tomorrow. I'm going to be leading the flow prayer meeting. Yes. So, 
is the floor prayer meeting going to be held here? We are going to be here for the floor prayer meeting. Right here. Okay. So that is a great blessing. And then in this camp meeting, sit down please. In this camp meeting, one of the things we want to do is that we want to pray how many hours? 21 hours. You have been given that assignment. Are you sure you can accomplish 21 hours? Beautiful. And we are praying for church growth and church establishment. You know, because our mission whilst we are here is what Jesus' mission is. I will build my church. You know, we want to build a church. To build a church, we need many pastors. Like we were describing 2049. Samuel Bedu will be 66 with gray hair, whitish hair. Maybe we may, or most of us may not be around. Some of us will not be around. We've gone to be with the Lord. By that time, we'll be playing harps in heaven. You see me playing in heaven. Oh yes, I'll be drinking. All the Coca-Cola I was not allowed to drink on earth. I'll be drinking it in heaven. Oh yes. And we need pastors. We need pastors. We need laborers. We need workers. More. More people have to. I want 50 people to become pastors from this camp meeting alone. Yes. 50 people. Yes. I want you to pray. Amen. Amen. Sit down. Sit down. I'm explaining to you. One day somebody called me and he told me, look, every year I give one million dollars, US dollars, to help missionaries. But I myself, I don't have anybody to send. So he asked me, where do you get people to send? Do you get it? So it's a very great thing that our church has people that are missionaries, that I can send somebody to Hafasini. I can send somebody to Enchi. I can send somebody to uh, Samraboy. Sam, Sam what is it called? Samraboy, yeah. I can send somebody to Dadiesu. Where is he, Dadiesu? Is he here? They are now coming. Okay. I'm waiting to see Dadiesu people. What's his name? Uh, Amankwando. Yes, Robert Amankwando. I'm waiting to see him. Yeah. From um, Dadiesu. Yes. He's one of the pastors who communicates with me. So I know him. Yeah. Most of you don't communicate with me. He is somebody who communicates with me. That's how come I know him. You are looking at my face. <laughs> Huh? 
So we need pastors. We need churches. It's not just church, churches with buildings or churches for the name of a church, but real pastors, men of God. Bishop, why do you think, I mean, Bishop Eddie has handed over to um, Bishop Samuel? Because of age. Yes. He's 20 years older than him. 20. Hmm? Yeah, see, we all look similar, but there's a difference. Yeah. God needs people who are going to give themselves to build his house, to build his church, and to look after his people. That is God's heart. And all through, you have always heard me encouraging you to serve the Lord. Is it not true? That's, you hear it from me all the time. The day that I'm dead, if you have a chance to look at my face, not likely, but if you do, you will notice that I'm not saying anything anymore. I've said it all. And you will notice that I'm no more saying to you, you've got to serve the Lord, do this, will you work for God full time, for days, for days, all those things, I'll stop saying them. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm saying them, I'm encouraging you. You know, I want you to become great servants of God. Yeah. Young men who love the Lord. I've loved the Lord since I was 16. Sweet 16. I was a God lover when I was 16. Yeah, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. I kept myself from girls. Oh, yes. No, no. Hey, hey. Stop that. Yes. I was a God lover. I loved the Lord. God was my interest. Has been through the years. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know God wants to raise people who also love him. One day I read a story of some missionaries who were dying on the beach. And they said, we are dying. And they died because they found them with their diary. And we said, we have only three mice to eat. They had mice that they, they were eating. They ate the, 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 the mouse. You see, when I went to Malawi, I saw them selling kebab with a mouse, a full mouse like that. So I saw that it's a real thing. These are missionaries. They were dying on the beach. They had come as missionaries and they were dying. Yeah. We have done nothing for the Lord. We are going to do more. And God is going to raise up pastors who can do well. You know, one day I went to a town in the western region for a crusade. And you know, I thank God for big denominations. There were all these charismatic churches, they were not there. The big, big denominations, they are pastors with their callers. They were the chairmen and others of our crusades. So the guy came to speak. He, his English was not good at all. 
Yes. His English wasn't good at all. And as he was speaking, I began to thank God for this man. Because he was the only man who could be in that town. No one wants to go to that town. But he is the one who was, in, who was there. And I said, thank God that this denomination, they have all these people who are standing for the kingdom of God at that far place. Yeah. So thank God. Everywhere. All our people, God is going to raise them up. God is going to raise you up. God is going to use you just as you are. Yeah. So 50 people. I'm, I'm, I'm appointing 50 of you. So by the time we are closing on uh, th- is it Thursday or whatever, the morning, 50 people from amongst us will be selected. I'll let you select 50 people who are not pastors. But we are going to make them pastors based on your ability and your behavior at this camp and also what your pastors say. Yes. Amen. And we are going to make them pastors. Not immediately, but they will become pastors. Yes. Cannot be made pastor on Thursday. We need some time. But we will select all the 50. Okay? Are you guys going to help me to select the 50 people? Yeah. Beautiful. So, so tomorrow as we are praying, we are praying, Lord, use us. Use us. Raise us up. Raise up pastors. Raise up the church. If you can use anything, use us. We are praying for the Holy Spirit who's going to come over our lives, take over our lives, and bless us, make us fruitful. Hallelujah. And I know God is going to bless the Macarius Church. You will not be able to drive even more than 50 meters to 500 meters and you see another church. So that Macarius has dominated the whole area with pastors, bishops, prophets, churches, buildings to the glory of God. So that when you get to heaven, they ask, what did you do? So I was a churchman. I did church work. Yeah, I was a churchman. Me, I'm a churchman. I belong to the church. Yes. Whose I am and who myself. Yeah. Hey, I know some politicians would like me to be in their party. Yeah. One time we had a crusade in somewhere in the eastern region. And the politicians were saying that, ah, if you can gather such a crowd for us, our, my crowd is for Jesus, only Jesus. And my books are for God and for his church. Yes, my books are for the church. Beautiful. So I know God is blessing you already at this camp meeting. And he's taking away all blemishes. 
and defects that diminish our perfection. John Wesley used to preach perfection. In fact, even the Prince recently I saw he has a book on perfection. You know, it's possible to approach perfection. We have to just remove all the spots. Yeah. We have to take realize that the button hole is in the wrong place. So let's correct it. Let's correct whatever the project is that can adjust things. I believe that God is going to adjust all those things in our lives. Amen. Amen. So tomorrow morning, Flow Prayer Meeting is giving you three hours of prayer out of your 21 hours. It's fully accomplishing three out of your 21. Oh yes, and during the day we'll have some more. So after the Flow Prayer Meeting, then we'll rest a little and then we'll come at the right time. Okay? Are you excited? Beautiful. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for the Macarius denomination. Bless the Macarius denomination. Let it be a mighty denomination. Let 50 new pastors be identified in this camp meeting. Let churches be built. Buildings be built. Congregations be formed. Young ones be appointed. Little ones be anointed. To do your will and to do your work. Thank you for raising up men of God. Men of God. Especially young men of God. I give you thanks Lord. I give you praise. I worship you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Take out your offering. Take out your special offering. And then. What time will you come back after the flow prayer meeting? You have to decide and you tell, let me know. All right, but take out your offering. Let me pray with you. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity as we go on. Bless everyone as we give, Lord, to support your work. We are grateful, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. On the screen, you have your Momo number. Is this number different from the one in First Life? I believe so. It's different, isn't it? This Macarius numbers. Beautiful. People are jealous of our nice church with names. We have names, branches, denominations. They don't even know what it is. Beautiful. God bless you. Welcome. Samuel. Clap your hands. Let's stand to our feet. Let's clap our hands together. Hallelujah. Okay, you may be seated. Let's finish with the offering. May be seated. Let's finish. We wait for
you clap your hands together for Jesus? Oh, clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. Keep clapping. Okay, you can shout. Please be seated. They are taking offerings. Be seated. So we can take the offerings. Hallelujah. How many of you are blessed tonight? You know, I think that we are very privileged. How many of you think that these are precious moments? Precious moments. I mean, tonight is awesome. What a takeoff. What a start. I believe that God has really blessed us. We have received wonderful words, wonderful counsel, prophetic words. Oh, those who are far, we are coming close. How many of you are coming closer? Closer. The compaction begins from tonight. Tell your neighbor the compaction begins from tonight. And the Lord is removing all the blemishes. All the blemishes. Hallelujah. Wow. We are waiting for you. If you have not given your offerings, the numbers are on the screen by mobile phone. You can give. And then also the bags. How many of you have not given, have not given anything? The bags have not yet come to you at the back. This way. You have not been able to give. Alright, this way. We are waiting for the bags before we close. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, we will gather here before four. So we should be here at least ten minutes to not today. Alright, so by 10 minutes to 4 o'clock, we should be gathering so that by 4 o'clock we can kick starts because flow starts at 4. We cannot come in at 4. We should be ready before 4 o'clock. So by 3.50 a.m., we are, we are gathering again, after which we are going to go on a break. Alright, so make sure that you can control. Believe that tonight you have received the ability to control yourself. So you are going to wake up early, just freshen up a bit, and then just make your way down here. Alright? Please notice that it, it is not permitted that we are not going to permit that you sleep whilst others are praying. We will not allow you. So let's not allow anybody to sleep in the hostel. Alright? We are not allowing anybody to sleep. We are coming here at 3.50. So that means we are going to wake up before that. I'm waiting for the bags. So 3.50 we are gathering and then we're going to go on a break after the flow service. And I believe that you will have a good time to rest and then we'll reconvene and continue. What do you think? Yeah. So don't worry, you are going to have you are going to have some time. You are going to have some time to rest after flow. So make sure that you come back at um, you come back at three fifty, so we can pray. All right, stand to your feet, everybody. I think that do you know what? For just five minutes, let's welcome. I don't know, Reverend Salasi will have something to share with us. Something. So just for some few minutes before we go, clap your hands. All right, so just sit down for just three minutes, all right? And then we're going to watch a video for... It's a three-minute video, so just sit down, sit tight, 
Open your eyes and watch. I don't think we are ready. We are not ready. All right. So we'll watch the video later. All right. Don't have anything else. Just some few things you must hear. So. Hallelujah. All right. Um, first of all. Registration in the camp is very compulsory. Very compulsory. So if you are here, maybe you came in while we were in the session, you haven't registered, you don't even have a room. When we close, you have to walk to the registry, the reception at the entrance of the great hall. The camp team will be there to register you tonight and get you your room and get you a tag. Then you can go have your, 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 your sleep and return tomorrow for flu. Now, nobody will be in a session tomorrow morning without a tag. Right. So you have to do this tonight. When we come tomorrow morning, you, you would not, you would not get anybody to, um, do that for you. So right after the session, we are all going back to the registry, um, to get registered. Now, if, if you are from the Western block, Takrade, um, Takwa, and second day, you don't come to me at this point because your reps have all your keys and all the rooms. So you, 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 you reach out to your rep and you can have your room, you can have your tags, everything is with your rep. Now the Accra, Accra team, um, still, everybody still at the, uh, the registry anyway. So the cathedral is one group and the branches is also another group. And so, Branches have a, a place, and the cathedral also has a place, and you can get registered. Amen. Then also, we are supposed to be seated in the session 30 minutes before time. So when the time is given, we, we make sure that we are here. We have some um, calm commandants. Really, we need all pastors to help. So if you are a pastor, whatever block you are on, you are an automatic camp commandant. When you get up, you have to get people mobilized and headed to, to, the, to the conference hall. So we, we, will not, we will just encourage every pastor to help us. We have camp commandants, but every pastor has been recruited in this camp as a camp commandant. And everybody, Calvin already said, if you are found in the room, 